When the going gets tough, the tough get excited. When your body gets cold, your endocrine system warms up. When you put your body under pressure, things change. So I'm outside in the freezing cold. It is snowing and I hope you can see it because it's so beautiful. It's soft and fluffy and gorgeous, but it's freezing. So as I always share, when you're cold, your body has to work really hard to warm you up. When you're under pressure, your body's got to work really hard to get you out of that pressure situation, out of that stressful situation. So when it comes to exercise, how fit do you want to be? How strong do you want to be? And I always ask this really important question. If I want to be super fit and super strong, why would I put in sub-maximal effort? Why would I pace myself? Why would I do something that isn't going to force me to get fitter and get stronger? So you'll often hear people talk about, well, you need to do a long, slow distance exercise session, or you need to go for a five kilometer run or a 10 kilometer run. I'm a marathon runner. A lot of people, all, when I first started running marathons, row, you've got to do 10K runs and then 20K runs and 30K runs. And you've got to work your way up to your 42.2 kilometers. You've got to plod jog your way to what? If you want to do something, what if we get really fit and what if we get really strong? Is it possible then that we could go and do anything? If I'm mentally tough, and I always ask this question particularly about endurance events, how much is physical and how much is mental? Because there are some people who are physically fit and strong that aren't mentally tough enough to do an endurance event. There are other people who are not that fit and not that strong, but they complete with passion and enthusiasm endurance events. They put their body under pressure and they achieve the goal even though they don't look very fit and strong and technically they might not even be very fit and strong. Have you ever watched a marathon or an Ironman or an endurance event and thought to yourself, how did, how did that person complete the event? How did they possibly push their body through 42.2 kilometers or an Ironman race or a 300 kilometer bike ride or the amazing things that humans are capable of doing isn't that about mental toughness now how do we get mentally tough if I plod jog through something if I do something at half effort if I do long slow distance is it possible that I'm working my body at 50% effort 60% effort 70% effort how can I get a hundred percent result and I ask that question very passionately because I'm a woman who's run 21 full marathons and I'm not sharing that because I'm wow Roe is so bloody awesome I'm sharing that because how do you do that now as an old lady and I'm fitter and stronger than I've ever been how do you do that particularly my last uh, the majority of my marathons I didn't do any long distance training and you'll always hear you've got to go out and do 10s and 20s and 30s to get yourself mentally prepared to run a marathon well how do you mentally prepare yourself to run 42.2 kilometers if you've only run 10k's or 20k's or 30k's and that was something for me that just didn't make any common sense but we've got physiology on our side because if I want to get fit and if I've got to get strong I always ask the question how do I get fit I've got to get puffed if I'm not getting puffed I'm working at a sub-maximal effort so what's the point (laughs) if I want to get strong I have to lift at 100% effort overload my muscles and bones at 100% so that I get as strong as I can possibly be, huffy puffy, 100% effort, get as fit as I can possibly be. And then if I'm fit and strong physically and I've pushed myself physically to get fit and strong, what might have happened to my brain mentally? Now, this is where physiology is really on our side. If I do any any work long, slow distance, if I put in 50, 60, 70% effort and I work aerobically, Uh, I'm not in the fight and flight system. I'm not in the system that produces large amounts of epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, the stress drugs 
that give us what we need to be able to fight and flight. The things that give us what we need to get away from the threat, the wild animal, the wild tribe, the thing that's trying to kill us. That's the phosphate system. So the phosphate system is 10 seconds. And I get really excited about that. It's only 10 seconds. But in 10 seconds, my body instantly, automatically produces epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, the stress drugs, the hormones that get me the hell out of there. The beautiful thing about the endocrine system, though, is that once I've got away from the threat, once I've recovered, I'm not dead, my body says, congratulations, you are such a legend, Rob. You got away from the threat. So now my brain fills up with dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, which are a pain-killing neurotransmitter, oxytocin, if I did that with something, somebody else, which is the love drug, and brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for my brain, which makes all of those work better. So now I've got physiology on my side because every time I sprint, I feel good and I get mentally tougher because I've overcome a challenge. And the big part of that is the mental toughness because when I produce brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF, fertilizer for my brain, that produces a change of my brain chemistry called neuroplasticity. I change the way I think. So if I didn't think I could do it, if I didn't think I could get away from the threat, if I didn't think I could overcome the stress, and I did, now I think differently. If I think that I can't get away from the threat, and I do, not only do I think differently, but my brain produces new brain cells. So I can actually drop off the brain cells that say, Rowa, you can't do it. And plenty of people told me that. Rowa, you can't run marathon because you're too big, uh, you're not fast enough, uh, you've got uh, so many injuries, your body's busted and broken. Uh, you can't run a marathon. So, and people told me that. You can't. Well, I like to prove people wrong, but more importantly than proving people wrong, because who cares what other people think, it's about proving myself right. What can I do versus what I can't do? And when you have neurogenesis, you've dropped off the can't cells and you pick up new can cells. Doesn't that sound awesome? Drop off the can't cells grow new can cells, and is it possible that then everything becomes possible? Everything you thought you couldn't do, once you've done it, and that's the beautiful thing, you never know that you can run a marathon or do an Ironman or ride your bike for 300 kilometres or lose 30 kilos or get a new job or create a new business or put a new invention out into the marketplace. You don't know any of that until you actually do it. So to do it, do I have to be fit and do I have to be strong physically and mentally? Could the answer be yes? To get fit, I've got to get puffed. To get strong, I've got to overload my muscles and bones. But when I do that in the phosphate system, so I get phosphate fit and phosphate strong, 10 seconds, 100% effort, intense activity, now I have a brain change. And that doesn't happen when I work aerobically. It doesn't need to. So like I'm out here, I'm in the freezing cold, but... I've got a jacket on and I've got gloves on, so my body doesn't really have to change. If I was out here with a singlet and shorts on, then my body would have to work really hard to keep me warm. I'd have to make serious changes because I put my body under serious threat. 100% effort produces 100% result. 50% effort, plod jogging, pacing myself, hoping that I'm going to get a great result from half an effort. Doesn't that just sound a little bit silly? (laughs) So if you want to achieve... If you want to be the person that sets a goal and achieves it, do you need to change your brain? And what's the only way to change your brain? People talk about having a positive attitude and believe in yourself. There's a good one. Believe in yourself and you'll be able to do it. Well, here's a better question. 
When will you actually know that you can do it? Is it when you say to yourself, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it? And I'll give you an even more interesting example. I want to lift 100 kilos. Awesome. When do you know that you can lift 100 kilos? When you go and get stronger and you lift 100 kilos. If you don't go and do it, you don't know that you can do it. So you actually have to go to the gym or go to the garden and pick up a rock or something that weighs 100 kilos and see if you can do it. And if you can't, you've got to get strong enough to do it. So how about we drop off the can't cells, grow new can cells, and that happens when we work in the 100% effort system. When you produce dopamine, sorry, I'll rephrase, you will produce dopamine. When you produce uh, epinephrine and adrenaline and cortisol and you get the hell out of there, so you sprint really hard at 100% effort, you lift really heavy at 100% effort, now your brain changes. Now you know that you can because you're mentally tough. And that's the, t- the, the connection between the two. Get physically strong, get physically fit, but get mentally fit and strong so that you know that you can do it. And then if you rock up at any event, Ironman, half marathon, full marathon, uh, triathlon event, uh, Spartan race, CrossFit games, rugby league grand final, boxing match, UFC fight, and you know that you are the fittest you can possibly be and the strongest you can possibly be and you're mentally tough, is it possible that that event will just become a fun experience? So should we train for the event or should we train to get as fit as we can, as strong as we can, as mentally tough as we can be? And that's one of the reasons why I'm out here. It is really cold. My little ears are going to freeze off in a minute, but my body's working really hard to keep me warm. I love extremes because extremes is the only reason our body changes. If you don't put your body under pressure, it won't change. And that's that beautiful song, and I sing it on a regular basis. When the going gets tough, the tough get excited. When the going gets tough, the tough get excited. Look at the snow. There's snow, and it's cold, and it's windy, and it's freezing, and it's extreme, and I love it. Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie. I'd love you to live your life to the max. Not half a max, not three quarters of a max, a full max. Live your life to the max. Woohoo! <laughs>